Do It Radio Show with your hosts, Adam Wiesenfarth, Jesse LeGrew, <laughs> Nellie Myers, who's sitting in here in studio. Yeah. We're point, point. Hey, guys. Hey, Nellie. <laughs> and me, Ty Christian. Today's topics will be... Hey, we're talking about mobile computing. We got Ross Yonke in hey. the studio as well today. Hey, Ross, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing really good. Excellent. Uh, welcome to live radio. <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> right. So stuff doesn't always go right, but that's okay. Um, we're going to see what Ty's got. I got to give him. So here you go. So, <laughs> all right. So Ty, welcome. Yeah. So welcome everybody to the Do It Radio Show. This is our second show, and we are the most connected radio show on the planet. We will be tenaciously talking tech for the next hour, bringing you the best news, views, and reviews anywhere. If you want to get a hold of us, give us a call six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight. That's six zero eight. Five one five eight seven six eight. We want to hear all of your tech questions, comments, concerns, queries, and quagmires. Also, visit us online at doit.wist.edu forward slash radio for the list of the many, 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 many ways you can contact us. Currently, at this time, we have fifteen. That's correct. Different ways. Fifteen that you can ways contact us. You can get in contact with. That us. is doit.wist.edu slash radio. And now for the news. Yeah, we should have news. So. Here is. The news. Jesse LeGrew. <laughs> what's, what's going on in news this week, Jesse? Uh, one of the latest things that's happened, uh, the change in Google leadership. Um, the One of the very first founders, um, Larry Page, is now going to be the new CAO. Um, they're hoping to actually bring back a lot of the startup uh, feel for the company and actually help to make decisions a little bit quicker. Um, there are still going to be three people involved. Uh, one of the other founders, Sir, Sergey Brin, as well as the uh, current CEO, Eric Schmidt, um, will still be uh, discussing um, how Google is going to go with whatever technologies or uh, whatever they're pursuing, but the final word will be by Page. Oh, Larry Page is going to be in charge, really, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So, Ty, you want to try that, that news thing again? <laughs> I think we have it here. Try it. Try Here's it. the news sticker, everyone. No? Wait. Uh, ah, never mind. Anyway, so what else is going on today, Jesse? Uh, another thing, not today, but uh, very recent. Uh, Apple has its 10 billionth download. What? Whoa! 10 billion downloads? Yep. Of what? Uh, anything you want. Of the Bed Intruder song. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife. And they actually did have a prize. A $10,000 gift card uh, for iTunes was given to the um, 10 billionth download. Holy, really? Holy cow. Ten, ten, you said $10,000. Ten thousand dollars. Wow, that's, that's you could buy cool. if you know ninety nine cents. You could buy ten thousand songs. See, that's you know. I just want to tell you, as a comp sci major, I did some math. So, you know, in college, <laughs> we appreciate that's that. That's what highly. happens when you when you do your calculus, kids. Stay in school. And it was actually given to a uh, British woman, uh, paper glider, bully. <laughs> wow. And what, uh, what's that? Do you, did you look up the app? Do you know what it's all about or anything? Um, actually, oh, paper glider was the app. It was a British woman who won it. So Paper Glider is the 10,000 or 10. <laughs> I thought it was a woman called Paper Glider. Yeah, that's what, that's, what, no. but Hello, what does it do? Paper Glider. What nice is to meet you. So do you have Paper Glider on your uh, phone? No, I don't. No. Well, that was the 10 billion downloads. So you I see. Find he, it. Here I thought it would be something like Angry Birds or. But Paper Glider. Do, do you know what it does? No, I never actually looked it up. But I'm, um, I'm looking this up right now. Apparently, when uh, they called to notify her, they she thought it was a telemarketer and she hung up. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That's good to hear. Apparently, Paper Glider is a game where you uh, make a paper airplane, and uh, and you basically uh, how how far can you fly the paper airplane? Basically, so 
and it floats on air currents. Oh, oh. thanks, Ross. That's good to Ross, know. Ross, Ross, Ross was probably the you know almost almost ten billionth download of paper glider. <laughs> That's right. So, so with this game, do you actually have to pretend to throw the phone itself? It says, how far can you flick and fly your paper plane? So I think you just okay, flick it with so your just hand. Your finger. It's probably like that, that lighter app where you flick it and it opens and stuff like that. <laughs> so, oh, uh, Which we is got, great at concerts, by the yeah. way. When you, when you don't have a lighter, you just pick out your iPhone and everybody laughs. It's great. <laughs> so what else? What, what Do we have a third story today? Oh, we have a few. Uh, we also have the iPhone for Verizon, uh, due to be released February 10th. Uh, pre-orders are available February 3rd. Um, it's definitely going to change a lot of the market between AT&T and Verizon, uh, but we'll see how this actually spreads the iPhone. Yeah, so let's let's go around the table here. Let, name your cell phone company, everybody. Ty? Verizon. Ross? AT&T. Shocker, whoa, shocker. Whoa. Uh, Ross is our Apple product manager over at Do It, so... Uh, yeah, I've got an iPhone. Uh, uh, Sandy, Sandy Cyberlick, our producer here in the studio, she says that she is also an AT&T customer with an iPhone. Mr. LeGru, what, what is your company? <laughs> Name your company. You have two, don't you? Oh, I have Sprint. Sprint. How do you like it? It works. Yeah. Melly, who's your who's your carrier? I've got Verizon. Verizon. Yep. We have a big spread here. We do. We? This is this is why we the more the merrier in the studio. We got to have everybody in here. So, mm. so yeah. Uh, yeah, I, we're going to talk about the Verizon iPhone today. That's basically the second half of our show. So, uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up before then. But uh, I think Jesse's got some more news, even still yet. Well, they're also talking about the new release of the iPhone, uh, iPhone 5, which will eventually have the NFC chips, uh, near-field communications. Oh. Um, so you can actually process credit card transactions. Yeah. And I remember seeing, you know, they had commercials years ago where somebody stepped up to a vending machine with their phone and they were able to buy a soda. Um, and there's a lot of potential issues with this depending on how it works but you could be buying your groceries or anything with your iTunes account it's kind of the same thing if you've got a credit card that's got a little chip in it mm-hmm. it's sort of the replacement of that right you would just have it in your phone instead of having it in your credit card right and it could tie to you know your provider so it could be AT&T it could be Verizon um, it could be your iTunes account it could be a credit card it could maybe even be PayPal who knows sure you know what's funny back in the day AT&T had a, had a series of commercials and I think this is like early 90s like 92 93 and it was like uh, you know, it was one of those like uh, in the future kind of commercials. So you know, it's like, have you ever driven across the country without stopping to ask for directions? And then there was like a little like GPS embedded in the car. And, you know, we have that now. You know, have you ever called? Ho- have you ever tucked your baby in over the phone? And it had a little video phone. And now yeah, we have that too. Every sing- there's a set of three commercials, and every single thing in those three commercials are is now a, just a normal thing that people just do. You know, every day. And it's so weird. It's like they predicted it perfectly. You know, sometimes it would be like, you know, have you ever flown across the Grand Canyon in your own personal hovercraft? You know, they didn't do anything like that. Yeah, we got we to live here in reality with what's yeah. going to actually go on. But technology is great. You know, I that's wanted, what we're here to I talk did want about. The, uh, I did want the personal hovercraft, just between you and me. Nice. <laughs> you know. All right, Jesse, we got, we got time for one more. What's going on today with the Packers? Oh, they're going to the Super Bowl, I what? guess. That, that's what I hear. <laughs> no, that's not the right sound effect. <laughs> No. Uh, oh, there it is. No, here it is. That's the one. So, yay for the Packers. And with any uh, Super Bowl, obviously, there's a lot of expenditures for people trying to go to the game, trying to uh, grab a hotel. Um, usually, um, when compared to previous years in those locations, usually the room rates double um, for Ooh. Super Bowl. Ouch. Um, but what I decided to do is, you know, Tickets can range from two to three grand. Usually, the the lower prices. I took a look online and found a a very high price ticket 
It was yeah. for 25 people in a box. Ooh. You get catering and everything else. Ooh. Guess how much it costs. Uh, let's go around. Ty. $8,000. Is this per person? Uh, it, it would be total. Total. Oh, geez. Uh, 120000 All right. Uh, Melly? I have no idea. I'm going to say, I said grand. i am going to say quarter million. $622,000. That doesn't surprise Whoa. me at all. Dang. Wow. I think I'll go to my house in the Hamptons and then perhaps the Super Bowl <laughs> for, for a little bit. Oh, Maybe stop by and say hello. Oh, my gosh. And comparing so... this to the first Super Bowl in the uh, um, Los Angeles Coliseum, it was nine bucks a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing. So... I, I did hear a good Packers joke, I must say. Uh-oh. So, um, I, I will not attribute this, but what do you call 47 middle-aged guys sitting around watching the Super Bowl? Ty knows. I know. Ty knows. What? Hang on here. What is it, Ty? <laughs> the Chicago Bears. Oh! <laughs> Excellent. Well done. So that's what we're doing. Um, hang on. Let me just get this stuff turned on here and queued So while Adam is trying to figure everything out, no, here, let me uh, let me give you the, our email so you can contact us via email. It is radio at doit.withstudy.du. Send us an email. Uh, if you're listening, ask us a question. Tell us you like us. Tell us you don't like us. We don't we don't really care. It's, you know, it's live radio. Let's do this. That's all right. So is everybody ready for our surprise guest? We have, we have a surprise guest on the phone with us. On the phone with us, my next-door neighbor, Otto. Otto, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Adam. Oh, right. great. So I, I called you up this morning, right? Yes, you And did. I asked you precisely one question. Yes, that was, can I be on your radio show? <laughs> That's right. But I asked you one question before that. What was that? Hmm. You don't remember? It's okay. No, no. I, 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 I asked Otto, my next-door neighbor, and I'm literally not kidding. This is my next-door neighbor. His name is Otto. I cannot make this stuff up. And Did you ask him, can I have my lawnmower back? No, I did not. Otto's a good guy. I hope we're good neighbors, too, right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So I asked Otto, do you put up cell phone towers? And Otto said, said what? Yes. So can you tell me a little bit about where you work and what you do and all that sort of thing? Well, I work for a company located in Prairie du Sac. That's 30 minutes outside of Madison. And the company name is Edge Consulting Engineers, and we work with a lot of the major communications, cell phone providers, and some minor ones as well on their network build-ups. Excellent. And what do you specifically do? Well, my specific area of expertise is as a civil engineer, I work with them to design the site. We work with tower design, site design for erosion control, uh, to build the site around the tower base large enough for additional carriers to go and work with the client to meet local and state so you're, you're sort of communicating with everybody and trying to get everybody on the same page in terms of, we need to put up a cell phone tower here. How do we make that happen? Exactly. Okay. Um, so I, I, my fabulous on-air producer and engineer, Matt Rockwell, had a question for you, so I'm going to let him ask that. Sure. Hey, Ross. Um, so I'm chief engineer here at WSUM, and of course we have broadcast facility at 991.7 megahertz frequency modulated. And, uh, and I, of course, hobby with all the airwaves and stuff. But when I was a kid, we had UHF TV channels, 52 through 58. And there was a big to-do with Google a couple of years ago about the sale of those frequencies. So what I would like to know is what's become of those frequencies and how is it going to make our lives better? Okay, can you answer that, Otto? 
I honestly don't know the answer to that Excellent. question. Excellent. That is a that is a totally acceptable answer to this question. I actually know. Oh, you do? Weird Al bought all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So what are you working on right now, Otto? Well, right now I've been working on some projects up in northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin. Our client is going to their LTE technology. Strange that it's going to be in such a remote place, I know, but this is where this client's focusing so that, out of their office. That's the land of what we know as 4G, right? Yes. Exactly. Okay. And Ross has a question over here. Yeah, hey, Otto. Hey, I hear sometimes in larger communities you have to hide those antennas, like you have to put them in a church steeple or, or make them look like a tree or something like that. Is, yes. does that, is, does that? Do you guys have to do that? Yes. Really? There have been... Uh, several instances, even for projects that we've done in the Madison area, where you don't even see them. I've, I know the project's there, and I'm looking at it, and I go, wow, I can't even see that antenna. Um, no kidding, huh? It, it happens quite often, especially in your deep urban areas. Just- uh, Otto, what's the strange, like, what's the neatest or the strangest uh, camouflage that you've ever seen for, for a radio antenna? Or for a, uh, a cell phone antenna, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, geez, that's a difficult question i would have to say the weirdest application i have seen uh, well i haven't seen it myself i've seen images is what we call a monopalm it's a tower oh. a monopole but instead they make it look like a palm tree wow oh, that's hilarious that's awesome that's great. And it actually does a pretty decent job um you also see monopines the one that look like pine trees those are more common See, I knew the, I knew you would be money to get, be on this show. It's yeah, the, so great. The palm tree thing might not work around here, but no, that would be that'd stick out. It, it might might be conspicuous a little bit. I've, I've also seen um, church steeples or um, crosses that they, they'll take and make it look like a giant cross. Mm-hmm. Those look kind of interesting. Does, does the church get remunerated for that? I don't know. I can't answer that question. <laughs> you don't deal with the money aspect of this. No, I do not. That's good. Uh, it's usually not good to deal with the money because I think that's ugly. Uh, so my last question to you is, uh, so 4G, I mean, there's a lot of con- controversy over what is 4G, is it 3.9G, da 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 Is there a killer technology in the new wireless industry right now? Is there a good way to, you know, is there is there a, a clear winner in terms of the next thing? In your opinion, can you say? You may not be able to say. I, you know, I am not honestly 100% certain. I know that all of our clients that we're working with are moving towards the LTE 4G technology, mm-hmm. mostly because it has an additional capacity to it. And with these, as you guys, I heard you talking about just moments ago, with the iPhone going to Verizon network as well, yeah. the demand on those networks are going to be that much Are they going to be able to keep up with that demand, do you think? Uh, well, they're going to have to. <laughs> they have no choice. Um, what they're doing in most instances to meet this LTE demand is they're bringing fiber optics to many of these sites mm-hmm. instead of just your typical copper wire like a cat. Well, cat five is a poor example, but you you understand. What yeah, you're you got a piece of fiber that goes out to a site that's got internet and network connectivity to it. Exactly. And yeah, that's, that's the big thing here. That I've seen. So it's actually so the. Let me translate for the people who are listening on the radio show. What Otto's talking about is the, really the infrastructure of everything that's underneath this. So pretty much to get the best internet and stuff wirelessly, you have to somehow get internet to the wireless tower so that it can transmit it to your phone. Right? Is that what? And and the new thing is now actually putting fiber in streets or near the highway or anywhere and getting it to those points. And that's kind of the key of all of this communication. While wireless is nice, you have to get it into a wired form at some point. Exactly. So, okay. so that's, 
that's what I've been seeing going on, at least from my vantage point. Cool. Uh, not privy, privy to all the, inform- all the information that our, our clients are making decisions on. Sure. I appreciate that. Well, Otto, I have to thank you so much for coming on. You really saved our bacon here. So, well, um, thank I, you for inviting me. And I owe you a beer, all right? Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Otto is on the phone, my next-door neighbor. Thanks so much. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank have you. Uh, I have my applause stuff ready, so here we go. <laughs> And so I'm I'm sort of throwing this at Melly, but I wanted to introduce our lovely guest geek here in the studio, Melissa Meyer, better known as Melly. Hello. How are you? Good. How Excellent. Are you? So I, I was hoping you could just tell me a little bit about yourself and what's going on and all that sort of thing. Sure. Um, I am a freshman here at Madison, um, and my major is nuclear engineering. Um, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's yep. fascinating. Yep. Nuclear engineering, engineering physics, that kind of stuff? Yep. Excellent. Yeah, that fun stuff. What, so. um, what do you like in there? Um, physics. Physics? Like physics? I have a physics degree. Can you believe that? Really? I we, do. We can talk physics sometime. Yeah, that would be great. Um, what uh, What's the latest piece of technology, latest gadget, something like that, that you like? That I like. That you've used, that you can't live without? Um, my MacBook Pro. Uh. <laughs> I'm an Apple girl. <laughs> Everybody has their, their thing. So yep. so there's that. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us in the studio. I really appreciate it. Sure, no problem. Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. <laughs> so uh, we're sorry. The show is still getting, you know, this is not not totally put together, and I apologize for that because I want to put the most professional radio show on the radio that I can. Anyhow, um, so what we're going to do actually is take a little break. And we will be back in just a moment. While he's getting his thing to work, I'll tell you all about the different ways that you can contact yeah, us Yeah, I should say that. Hey, Ty, can you tell us how, how our listeners can get in contact you with bet. us? You can call, text, pixed, voicemail tst, us at uh, 608-515-8768. You can do pretty much anything... Uh, you can send anything to that uh, number that you can normally do on your phone, text, pics, everything. If you're at a UW campus phone, you can call 59786. That's K-W-S-U-M. You can email us at radio at doit.wist.edu. Visit our website, see our podcasts, all that sort of fun stuff at doit.wist.edu forward slash radio. You can online chat with us. Uh, we've got AIM, IRC, Skype, Facebook, Twitter, Fax, snail mail, and hey, if you come in person to the WSUM studios or in person to the tech store, we have cookies. That's right. <laughs> cookies. So come in person and we will give you a cookie. All right. Well, we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Behind the wheel of a large 
Watching the news. What do you do when you're watching the news? Nothing but learning. I'm Sam. Dylan. Forrest. Kaiser. Logan. Jemiah. And you're listening to WSUM 19.7 FM Madison. The Snake on the Lake. Hey, this is the Do It Radio Show. I am your host, uh, Ty Christian, along with my co-host, Adam Wiesenfarth, and are you Jesse sh- LeGru. Are you sure about that? I don't know. Okay. 
so this is the portion in our show where we have to read our disclaimers because we're going to have people on and, and stuff might happen. So um, I'm going to read. There's another prominent local radio show in town that has four disclaimers, but we thought that was way too many. We're the tech. We're the tech uh, show. We we got to have less. We, we got to cut be, it in half. We got to be more efficient. And one of theirs is fake anyway. So um, <laughs> we're down to two at the moment. We might have three, but um, I'm going to read the first disclaimer because Melly doesn't know where it is, and she's going to read the second one. Usually, we'll have the guests read disclaimers. So our first disclaimer is the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Uh, and that's, that's disclaimer number one. Disclaimer number two, Melanie? Is products and services provided by the Division of Information Technology, a.k.a. DOIT, may only be available to students, faculty, and staff, and those currently affiliated with UW-Madison. Excellent. Very good job, Melanie. Thank you so much. So, I think we are going to go back to the phone lines, and on the phone with us, oh, maybe, Ty, you should set this up for our our first segment that we have here. All right. Well, on uh, right now, it's our critically acclaimed segment. Explain it to your parents. We try to explain some fairly complex technology to a family member, and on the phone with us right now, in person... For real, is Adam's actual father. That's correct. On the phone with us, Professor Emeritus of English at UW-Madison, Joseph Wiesenfarth. Sir, how are you today? I am well, Adam, and I presume that you folks are all well, too. Well, we have, uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun here in you the studio. You can tell that he's a professor, he was a professor of English because he said he was well instead of good. That's, yeah. I, I learned all of my vocabulary <laughs> around the house. So... We were going to do a whole thing about me explaining Android to you, but you called up earlier and you had another problem. So what's your problem today? Well, I couldn't get the telephone that I was supposed to speak to you on today to ring. Oh. Therefore, I thought I might not be able to speak to you, and therefore your program would just crash. <laughs> no, no, no. We have con- the program crashing the telephone. Crash. Yeah, we have contingency plans for that. So there we go. Anyhow, uh, do you have a piece of paper with you? I do have a piece of paper with me, and I even have a pencil. Oh, excellent! You have a an analog uh, input device an right there. Analog input device. Graphite-based okay. analog input device. All right. Well, if after we finish this, you have time for a question, I've got one from the New York Times. This oh, excellent! Right. Well, let, so write this down. Here's what you're going to do. You know, at the bottom of the phone there, yeah. there are these two keys. They kind of look like they have speakers on them. Right. So just take that and hit either the up or the down of those speakers, because one makes things louder, one makes things softer. Right. And once you've done that, what you have to do is push, there's a little line one button, it's blue, it's just to the right of those buttons. Line one. Line one, yep, that's what it is. And something will flash up on the screen that says, oh, you know, increase your volume. And then you push those up and down things until you get the volume you want. Okay. And then after that, the most key part of this is there's a button up on top on the right-hand corner called Save. You just called what? Save, S-A-V-E. Oh, Save, yes. Yeah, okay. okay. So you do that, and that's how you have some ringers. So um, I think we'll call my ba- my dad back a little later in the show and see if this has worked out or, or, or how that goes. But, uh, Joe, what's your question here from the, the Times? Well, there's a big article in the Times today on... Uh, Tell, on using your uh, cell phone and through the internet. Oh, interesting. Yes, it's in the business section of the Times, and it runs uh, off from the first page over to uh, the the ninth page, where it doesn't want to get off the page at all. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's what we're talking about today. So that's that's a perfect 
intro for, right. for what we're going to chat about. So. And um, there is a sentence here that leaves me wondering whether I do know the language. <laughs> Lay it on me. Ordinarily, calling apps connect to the Internet when you're in a Wi-Fi hotspot. Mm-hmm. And, and you want us to demystify what that actually means for no, you? No, I'm mystified by it. I don't want you to be mystified because you're supposed to know all the answers. Well, we're going to try and explain it to you. But uh, everybody, does anybody have any questions for my dad? No, probably not. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Joe. We'll see you later, all right? All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. So let's try and explain what my dad just asked about. What, what, what in your estimation does that mean, Ty? Calling apps need to be, normally need to be within a Wi-Fi hotspot. That's what it was, is that correct? Yeah, pretty much that's what he said. Okay. What that normally means for, uh, for app, so basically what he's talking about is using the internet instead of using the cell phone towers to make a, a phone call. And this is something that nowadays you can do. I mean, you know, people use Skype all the time. People use maybe voice chat through Google or through, you know, uh, AIM has uh, a voice chat, I believe, as well. And so the idea is, is that on your newly Internet-enabled phone, instead of using the cell phone towers to send your voice, you know, across the distance to your friend, you could use the Internet to do the same thing and, you know, theoretically could do it for cheaper, you know, than... Uh, or free. Or free. That is the word. So, um... So the idea is right. You know, right now, um, obviously, a cell phone carriers probably don't want you to do that. Uh, so f- these these calling applications or calling apps that you can have on your phone, you'd have to be within the area of uh, Wi-Fi of wireless internet in order for them to use it. You couldn't use your cell phone's data plan or your cell phone's internet access in order to access these applications in order to to call through the internet because you know that would be bad for the cell phone people so they don't want to do that at all no and it's kind of interesting we're actually going to have a little comedy routine about sort of the the reverse of that a little later in the show Uh so that's a little teaser for you guys you should totally go to our website it's www.doit.wis.edu slash radio that's www like the world wide web Dot do it like the Division of Information Technology. WISC is Wisconsin. That's where we are. EDU is education. It's what we do. Forward slash radio. We have a radio show. Can you imagine this, people? And you can give us a call right now if you have tech questions. We are your tech helpline. There's well over 100 years of technical expertise sitting right around your radio dial. So give us a call. 608-515-8768. That is 608 608- Five one five eight seven six eight. Fire us an email, radio at doit.wix.edu. That's radio, R-A-D-I-O, at doit.wix.edu. And you can get in touch with Jesse, who's sitting right across from me over here. Any news? Do we have any news so far in the show that, that has happened since we've been on the air? See, no. technology changes so fast that we have to refresh the news page all That's the time <laughs> because there might be something that, you know, just happened. Yeah, it's going to be our next segment. So. Yeah. Oh, boy, we're already at the bottom of the hour. So uh, we're going to take ourselves a quick little break here. And um, what we're going to do when we come back is we're going to play our next thing. So what's what's our, our next thing that we're doing, Ty? I believe our next thing is Stump the Geek. And what's that all about? Stump the Geek, it's, it's the part of the show where you contact us through one of the many ways on our website. Or you can come in person and get a cookie along with stumping someone. So you get, you know, double... double uh, Double happiness there for you. And then uh, you ask one of our geeks here the hardest tech question you can possibly think of. You know, anything, anything at all. And if you stump us, you get 
an additional cookie. Oh, a cookie. And if you can't come here in person, if you're online somewhere, as long as you're within the contiguous in the United States, we are happy to mail you your cookie. Yep. We so have bubble wrap fine. available right now. We will wrap wrap one of these suckers up and send it right to you. Yeah, that's awesome. So fresh, just not guaranteed. We have no fewer than fifteen different ways you can get in contact with us right now on the air. Go on our website www.doit.wisdom.edu forward slash radio and see all the ways you can do that. If you have a great tech question um, and if you show up at either of our locations, either in the studio here or at the tech store, and you get yourself on the air, we will give you a cookie. So. Um, Lee, we're going we're gonna to take a quick little break here. If you have the opportunity to stump the geek, give us a call and give us a call at 515-8768. And we are going to be back very shortly.
Welcome back to the Do It Radio Show, the only show where we talk tech tenaciously. And now, the technical comedy stylings of Nate Harrison. Give it up. Oh. Yay. Here we go. Give it up. Woo. Nato, how you doing? Adam, uh, Melly, Jesse, Ty, I'm doing well, as your father would say. So what's, what's our topic today for your minute and a half of comedy that we have? Our topic today is tethering, uh, but but first I had to ask you about something I heard on the show. The new iPhone 5, or as I like to call it, the iPhone 5. Yeah. Is that the, uh, the NFC chip, is that right? Yeah, the contactless payment chip you were talking about, right, right Jesse? Yep. Wisconsin yeah. people will be thrilled because the Packers are NFC champs. So. Woo! Oh, nice. Anyhow, so you know what, uh, tethering is a topic. You ever been somewhere like in a park, middle of nowhere, you can't get Wi-Fi, and you see somebody on the computer, you're going, how are they using that? Totally, man. I've been there. Uh-huh. You see something plugged in, it looks like a smartphone. So yeah, that's what it is. You take your existing smartphone and data plan, and it works for Internet on your desktop, laptop, or tablet. So it's semi-high-speed Internet everywhere without that separate card and the separate data plan, which is so expensive. Right, and, and you don't have to be within the range of a Wi-Fi hotspot or something like that. Yeah, it works everywhere. So, you know, so when you want to get on the face space or the Twitter tube at the rap scour, then that's perfect. So uh, if you're cheap like me, it also replaces home internet. I have nothing here. I don't use the uh, the charter cast or anything like that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, just know it's not quite fast enough to stream season 37 of the Golden Girls. Oh, oh. that's I the best it. season. Ah, oh, that's terrible. Oh, I'm gonna you. I'm gonna call Verizon with angry complaints right now. <laughs> Make sure you do, please. So uh, you can connect this two ways, actually: USB cable or Bluetooth, or if you have Boost Mobile, uh, Gold Tooth. Oh, if you've seen the ad, Ooh. the guy has uh, <laughs> nice, very nice. Um, just know uh, that they charge fifteen dollars extra a month with most of your carriers, even if you have unlimited data. You, you bought the data; it's just not yours. And uh, your contract prohibits workarounds. However, the carriers will offer the workarounds and get the commission on their own app stores. How amazing is that? Convenient, isn't it? It is. The, it's almost like they're in it to, in it to make money or something. They're going to get you one way or the other, so. You know, I'm voiding their contract by making them money. So, what are they going to do? Uh, so, if you have um, a BlackBerry, you can go to Tetherbridge. Again, a free trial at tetherbridge.com. Uh, one time fee of 25 bucks. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. We can't promote anything on the air. Sorry. We can't do that. You can't say names on the air. Oh, okay. I can't? No, sorry. Not commercial right. businesses. Right. You can, you can well, talk in vague terms about them. I've heard mm. that a cell phone company that mm-hmm. is might be releasing a new... Um, product that is named after a fruit that falls off of a tree uh, right. might be allowing you to tether to multiple devices, you know, up to five, something like that. Uh, have you heard anything about that? I have. That would be on the, the new Apple falling from the tree on the other network. Uh, yeah, the one correct. drawback, though, you'll still have to pay that 15 bucks a month. Oh. And I don't know if you've seen the, the ads, but there'll be 5,000 people watching you as you're doing it. <laughs> behind you, standing behind you. Oh yeah, and and then that annoying guy will be like, "Can you hear me now?" And I'll be like, "Yes, I, your 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 company's fine." Jeez, the network's good, guys. Turn around. I got some stuff I want to do. That okay, I got the back turned. So <laughs> I got some stuff I got to download while they're doing that. I'm out of here. Have a great day. Do it, guys. See you later. Thanks so much, NATO Nate and Hate Harrison, our associate producer and travel correspondent and aspiring comedian. Everybody, let's give Nate a round of applause. Yay! Jesse's got news. What's going on, Jesse? Not really news, but anyone who is looking to be on the radio and is near the Do It Tech store, uh, make sure to find Laura Grady. She's uh, waiting around for people to come up to her and get on the radio. So find a question, 
and ask us. She has cookies. She and does. she has cookies. Ty, mm-hmm. Ty provided cookies this week, so thanks, Ty, for that. Yeah, you you bet. So, the, those were those were those were kind of guilt cookies too. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to cousins and tried to you know get some cookies, and the guy's like. Dude, you're buying all my cookies. There's going to be no cookies for anyone else the entire day. And I'm like, I, I could bring back the ones that we don't use. And he's like, no, no, we don't want that. So so eat some guilt cookies. Come and talk to us. Perfect. Uh, well, we should probably introduce um, our main guest for the day and talk about our topic that we have so neglected so far. And that's Ross Yonke. Ross Yonke works hey. for the Division of Information Technology. He's a product manager specifically dealing with Apple and, and all things thereof. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Ross? Well, I've been working at uh, Do It for a number of years, and uh, I do the product wrangling for all the Apple products, bring them in, stock them, uh, put them on uh, specials, do some advertisements, things like that. Excellent. Um, so, obviously, everybody loves the iPad and tablets, yeah. And, yeah. Um, so so things are good in your land, right? They're, they're just cooking right along. Excellent. So, Excellent. Um, we have a few questions for you here, gentlemen. Do you have any questions you want to ask for us? No. About the iPad about or the, the iPad, iPhone? Yeah, so, we so, so how, we, do I, how do I iPad? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put your left foot in, you put your left oh. foot out. <laughs> no, but seriously, so the Verizon iPhone is coming out imminently. Yeah, here, right? now the, the university can't sell the iPhone, but uh, but that is does have a lot of interest for a lot of people out there, uh, the Verizon iPhone. And it's going to be very popular, so we hope that the Verizon's network can keep up with it. Um, as AT&T has had some problems with uh, all the throughput necessary for keeping all those people happy. But uh, we'll see with the Verizon. I think they're going to be able to do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And do you, when is the release date? Jesse told us in the news, but That's I forget. The 10th. Well, the, uh, the 10th. You the can 10th. pre-order on the 3rd. And, and they're probably going to run out right away, aren't they? Yeah, very likely. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of pent-up demand for this stuff. And it's a different phone. So if you have an AT&T phone, you can't um, use that on your Verizon network. You can switch plans if you want yeah. to, but you're going to have to get a new phone. Uh, they're, they're, they use different technologies. Uh, so, yeah, so um, people hear about 3G technology. That's what the AT&T phone uses. Mm-hmm. And Verizon uses something called CDMA, which mm-hmm. is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, what's What are some of the implications of those differences in the two technologies? Boy, yeah, it's, it can be a real hornet's nest with that. But you know, one of the things is that uh, with the AT&T iPhone, you can talk to your friends and browse simultaneously. But if you are uh, such a multitasking person, you won't be able to do that on your Verizon iPhone because the technology does not support that. So, say, if you were to talk to one of your friends and be like, hey, uh, I want to go out, out to a movie with you. What movies are good? Hold on. Let me put you let me put you on speaker while I check out my movie mm-hmm. app. Couldn't do that on Verizon. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, <sighs> not, not right now. Yeah. So you'd have to be like, I'll call you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me write down your phone number and I'll go. Yes, uh, which is, you know, I, I have pluses and minuses, but at the same time, if I'm talking on the phone, I don't necessarily want to be doing something else, you know, like driving or walking or yeah, falling right. into a water yeah. fountain. Yeah, things, things like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> With a Verizon Zing. iPhone, you will not have to worry about uh, uh, talking to your friend and uh, and browsing on the web and driving at the same time because you won't be able to do that. Yeah, and, and T-Mobile's going to prevent that on some of their phones to hear as well, but oh. that's that's a whole other topic. <laughs> now, Ross, I heard that the new Verizon iPhone is shaped differently or has a different antenna. Oh, it's so or? tiny. It's so tiny. They are, there's a little difference in the mute button. So it, the problem is if you have a case for your old AT&T phone, it won't necessarily fit very well if at all oh. with your Verizon. You so do you think, I mean, do you think they're going to be making like all-in-one cases that'll fit both the AT&T uh, iPhone 4 and the uh, Verizon iPhone 4? If, if they're made out of like a soft uh, 
uh, polyurethane or something that might work out. But real hard shell cases probably will have to redesign. Oh, shoot. Because hmm. yeah, I like the hard shell cases. I like to. Me get, too. Yeah. 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 So. Fun times. So. so what would you say? So switching over here to the to the iPad, you know, what has been like the the top question that you've that you've heard, you know, from most people on the iPad, um, either before they get it or once they get it. I mean, is there is there like a common thread? Having to explain the whole three G access is is something that uh, is, is a little uh, foreign for some people. The the ability to you know again like what we were talking, it's sort of like tethering is built in mm-hmm. to the whole device, mm-hmm. um, and and that doesn't uh, lend itself easy to easy explanation right away with a lot of people. Now you have to have a phone, like you have to have like a data plan through the phone for that, or is that because I don't have an iPad, it's, so it's I don't a, I don't really know. It's a pay as you go. It's a pay by month type of application. So if you don't have to. Uh, enter into any kind of contract with that but if you want to you can uh sign up on a month-by-month basis uh with your carrier and uh for a minimal fee really and have that kind of okay internet able access okay. on that front can we get a nerd translation on the two different pricing pans plans for data so when, when you use when you subscribe to the 3g and there's no monthly subscription or there's no contract that's necessary with an ipad and you're going to use the 3g um and you have the ability to pay at two different rates for two different amounts of data in any given month. Um, the lower level, the basic intro level is what, 200 megabytes, something like that. How much data is that really? I mean, what kind of usage are you going to be able to get using using the less expensive on, on plan the, on, the on an iPad? If that's, oh. No, on an iPad. If you're, if you're talking, you're... So I can see the interest in the iPad being someone who subscribes to to internet at the house but might maybe doesn't ever do anything beyond email and website browsing so you are looking at the potential to dump your internet service altogether potentially and just go with this non-contracted monthly service fee to connect your ipad and they price at two different prices you know mm-hmm. the, the lower the lower yeah. how much data are you going to get how much usage are you going to get out of the, out of the lower end you plan you find yourself easily blowing past that data if you do something like say run pandora all day long or uh start uh running netflix a lot uh if you use if you watch maybe like a netflix movie every other day yeah you're probably going to blow out that uh that that limit so any streaming content you're likely streaming is pretty heavy yeah. to using that yeah Okay, cool. Thank you. So, do you think this is going to be more popular than the AT&T iPhone? The Verizon? Yeah. Gee, that's so hard to say, but Verizon certainly thinks so. They think uh, there's been some uh, prognostications out there that they're going to sell 9 million, 11 million, something like that. So, an amazing number. Wow. Um, yeah. Our guest geek here is, a, uh, I'm I sure, a fascinating question. question. Yes, yep. go ahead, Millie. I was wondering about using the Verizon um, iPhone internationally. Wow. Now that's that's a tough one because again they use different technologies and so uh, AT&T uses uh, GSM which is sort of a worldwide standard or 3G for other people who know that as. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You have you have a little chip that goes in there and says this is your phone number SIM card, correct? Yeah. And and uh, on Verizon it uses CDMA and which is not so prevalent unless you're in Japan. No SIM card. Right. No SIM card. And so you know it depends on if you're if you're just sort of a casual user Overseas, maybe you just want to buy a phone, but uh, when you're over there. But if, if you're going to be a, a long-term heavy-duty user, uh, you can start paying tremendously high roaming charges um, with with your phone. Um, 
And, and so, as you said, Japan, I assume you're going to be able to roam in Mexico and in Canada on your Verizon iPhone, probably? I'm guessing. I'm guessing, yeah, yeah. But Because I have a Verizon phone. I have probably one of the oldest Verizon phones you'll ever see. Oh. And, and I can definitely roam, but I don't want to pay the charges, so I never actually use it. It actually has rotary on it. A rotary mm. dial. That's oh, how old yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, we're going to have to have a contest someday to see if somebody can bring in a phone that's older than mine, which Ooh. is kind of sad. <laughs> I've seen right. your phone. It's very old. It's one of those, it's, like, like uh, Ross, oh Melly, this is my, oh my phone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's old. The brick phone. The brick indestructible. Phone. Ooh, indestructible. Very tiny, <laughs> but yeah. there you go. So <laughs> that's, Those that's, are actually, I kind of like those because you, you can't break it. See, yeah. I have the it's paid LG, for too. NVLG Touch. How do you like thing. that? I don't like it at all. It, no? It, it, What's it running? no idea <laughs> <laughs> it's running the phone software well, and, and it makes you calls <laughs> and, and this is going to be a fairly constant theme through our show it's what tech works and what tech doesn't work and i think a lot of it comes down to user interface and mm -hmm. whether or not you can get your technology to do what you want it to do when you want it to do it 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 has a bad tendency to butt dial people <laughs> or like pocket dial people <laughs> so I constantly have to be like apologizing to people oh sorry that was my phone <laughs> so maybe I'll look into getting the iPhone for Verizon yeah. plus my mom is going to kick me off our phone plan soon oh. yeah. my mom actually just started talking about yeah like hey aren't you and your fiance going to get a phone plan right. sometime soon <laughs> question mark <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah, she's kicking me and my sister off at the same time. Oh, and I was wow. complaining like, well, she's two years older than me. She got a phone for two years longer. <sighs> we can't give out her phone number or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could give her a phone number out and then people could call her and say, no, don't kick her off your plan, no. <laughs> yeah, my son actually has my old iPhone that, that I disconnected mm -hmm. and I got the new phone. So basically pulled the chip out of it, turned it into an you know an iPod for him. Eight years old, and he's already asking for a connection. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> Not yet. Excellent. So, um, hey, Ross, have you used any Android tablets or anything like that? I have not, but now that's, uh, I understand those are 4G, aren't they? The, the, the data throughput on those, and, and that, which gives you a much better speed. It depends. Um, I When I was out in Las Vegas at CES and I saw the Motorola Zoom, um, the prototypes for those, they were saying that they were going to come originally with 3G mm. and then that you could send it back to them and they would swap it out for a 4G thing but leave all your stuff on there, which I thought was a really neat concept. I have in my hands here an Arcos 7 seven-inch internet tablet is what it says on here. I was hoping to use it during uh, through through the show and be able to talk more cogently about it, but I haven't had a chance to yet. So, anybody else use Android tablets? No, no. My no. mom has an Android phone. No. That's about it. I no, actually, so I'm, I'm like, I'm behind. I don't have an, I don't, I don't have a smartphone. I've got one of these old ones. I do have an iPod Touch, and I, you know, I got that for Christmas, and I was like, I'm not going to use it. What am I going to use this for? And then it became my life. Oh, you know, yeah, really? Waking up in the morning, you know, it was so nice just to be able to like, you know, go over to your desk and you know open it up and uh, and just check your email without having to turn on the computer and wait, you know, a couple of minutes for it to boot up. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm thinking about I'm I'm thinking about definitely getting the Verizon smart. Uh, uh, sorry, Verizon uh, iPhone once it comes out. Yeah. Anybody? Are you thinking of jumping ship, Ross? No, I'm going to stay with the AT and T for now. Oh, see, I'm I'm curious to see what the fee structure is going to be all about because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to be. The, the bigger thing. It's pretty similar by and large, but um, right now they are giving you unlimited data plans with uh, Verizon if you uh, 
bite right away. So yeah. I think the unlimited plan is something like what thirty bucks a month. Thirty bucks, yeah. AT and T used to have that, but then they stopped doing it. So. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, that's pretty good. Unlimited yeah. data at 30 bucks a month. It's, that's, it's not too bad at all. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, I think we're going to just take a, a quick little break here, and uh, we'll be back very shortly. show the only tech radio show that you should ever listen to ever and we have uh, a question from our favorite listener kathy our, our boss's boss's boss so jesse what do you got well um they have an iphone they love it but their significant other does not and they Ooh. want an android so if the switch does happen from an iphone to an uh, android or droid phone um what will be lost and you know what would that include apps music anything else Ross, what do you think? Oh, you're going to lose all those apps because uh, <laughs> they're, they're just not going to stick. Uh, music, if it's not uh, DRM'd at all, you're going to be able to transfer that over. Um, so you have it backed up. You have your, you have your MP3s backed up. You ought to mm-hmm. be able to transfer that. Um, but, yeah, apps, no good. But I thought once you bought an app on the Apple Store that you could transfer that to multiple things. Is that not the case? Well, multiple Apple products, right. probably, but not Android products, definitely. Mm. And for the oh, people, yeah, of course. For the people who don't know, you know, what DRM or, or whatnot, you know, sometimes when you buy music on the Apple Store, uh, you only get a license for, you know, a certain... You know, a certain number of plays or a certain product that you can put it on. So, uh, you know, if if your music is an MP3, which is you know kind of the universal format, you can definitely move that over to anything, Android, Apple, you know, what have you, Sony, anything that you've got. But stuff like uh, what was it, like M, uh, M4P or M, 
I can't remember yeah. what the thing is. But anyway, it's basically protected where you can only put it on certain products. So yeah. that you might not be able to play on your Android. And actually, talking about uh, Apple uh, apps that we've got on going here, we've got actually an interesting uh, brand new app that's come out. This is kind of yes. our app of the week. It here. is our app of the week. Ta-da! Hey, hey, oh, you got it. I didn't even need to say ta-da. Nope. All right, this is our app of the week is Mobile UW. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, do it. And uh, the University of Wisconsin-Madison has come out with an app for your iPhone and actually coming on Android very soon that gives you all sorts of really interesting, really great information about the campus, about, you know, bus routes and directory searches. It's awesome. So check it out. It's called Mobile UW. UW and I believe you can I believe if you go to mobile.doit.wisted is that right mobile.do I'm afraid I don't know I'm going to check that. it out right now but basically it, it has bus so I think the most useful thing is that it has bus schedules right there you don't have to go wade through the city of Madison's bus oh, sites yeah. and uh, things about events what's going on okay it's on mobile mobile.wisc.edu mobile.wisc.edu or if you search the i the iTunes store for mobile space UW you can pick it up and yeah it's got directory it's got maps it's got campus safety uh, news events athletics even videos and the yeah the the bus app or the bus uh, part of the app, definitely one of the most awesome parts of the app. Of the app. I think we're going to try and have John Krogman on next week, and, and maybe he can talk a little bit definitely, about that. Definitely, definitely. So, well, boy, I th- we're nearing the end of the hour here. I've had another, another great show, um, despite some things, but uh, <laughs> I can't thank everybody enough. We've got Melly Meyer, our guest geek, who didn't talk enough, but Thanks for having has me. a lovely voice. Our executive producer, Jesse LaGrue, is over here. Um, Ross Yankee, boy, can, thanks for coming into the studio and talking with us today. Yeah, absolutely, anytime. Yeah. So, um, any any last minute Apple things that you wanted to talk about? I mean, we have fifty dollars off of Apple Care in the store. If you want to right. buy that yeah, with a yeah, computer, you buy, you buy any uh, MacBook Pro, uh, so or MacBook Air, and fifty dollars off the price of Apple Care. So it's nice. an exceptional good deal. That's excellent, Ty. Thanks, thanks for hosting today. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to bring these cookies back to cousins because now I feel terrible. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. we don't. Yeah, we didn't give away any cookies, so uh, we do want to hear from our listeners. So it, we have 15 different ways you can get in touch with us on the air. Go to hit our website www.doit.wist.edu forward slash radio, and you can check us out. You can leave us voicemail. You can leave us text. You can leave us email. Any of the multitude of ways that you can connect with us. We will be watching it throughout the week. If you have any suggestions, comments, questions, anything about the show, uh, we'd love to have you come in, and we we will even be your help desk next week. So. That's that's what we're doing. So thanks very that's much for listening for to the... Special thanks go to our management team at the Division of Information Technology, Perry Brunelli, Edward Hoover, Jack Leepak, Howie Mead, Brian Rust, and Bill Zimmerman. The Director of User Services is Kathy O'Brien. Duet's Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman. And our Interim CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Joanne Berg. Today's broadcast was produced by Sandy Cyberlick and Adam Wiesenfarth, associate producers Ty Christian, Lauren Grady, and Matt Rockwell, with production assistance from Nathan Harrison, Matthew Siriani, and Nathan Weber. Our on-air producer and engineer is Matt Rockwell. Our music director is Robin Schmolt, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producer of the Do It Radio Show is Jesse LeGrew. In closing, we'd like to get a, dedicate this broadcast to one of our colleagues, Leo Longheim. Many would describe Leo as the ultimate do-it geek, and I'm sure he would have loved to be involved with this new endeavor. So, Leo, wherever you are, we know you're listening, buddy. We miss you a lot, and we hope you tune in next week. Thanks very much.